You're listening to a 10 Minutes on Tuesday podcast for Propel. I'm your host, James Haken from Elliott's. Thank you for downloading and enjoy. So I'm here with Steve Richards, CEO of the Casual Dining Group. Welcome to 10 Minutes on Tuesday, Steve. Hi there. I think we'll start off by talking about, let's go back 20 months or so ago when you took up the role at what was then Tragus. It was clearly a big job and a considerable challenge. How did you come to take it on and what was the kind of emphasis behind taking it on for you? Well, I suppose I was an operating partner with Apollo, so I was already working alongside Apollo, looking at opportunities in the market, um, <clears throat> getting involved and in looking at the whole leisure and hospitality sector with them. And Tragus, as it was then, came up as an opportunity. It was over two years ago now, in the sense that the debt started trading on the markets. We became interested and then we got closer and closer to the business, literally two years ago this month and started looking at getting involved in the business itself at the time it was owned by Blackstone and there was a number of banks involved and we could see that beneath the headline numbers that there was an unbelievably cracking property portfolio and strong staple of brands that we thought with a new approach and a new strategy and a new management team we could really maximise. And uh, we're Two years on, as you say, uh, within that time you've come to acquire Las Iguanas and La Tasca. Uh, how did you come to pick those brands and what was the kind of thought process in that? Well, when we started on the strategy for what was Tragus, we always had a growth plan in our mind. I know from the outside it may have been assumed that we were going to, uh, well, um, some people assumed we were going to break the company up because we sold Strada and we undertook a CBA to shrink the, uh, the business down to a core, core estate. But actually that was all part of, that was phase one of part of a growth plan. What we wanted to do was create a good co and from that good co grow the business again into a substantial restaurant business. At the same time that we were undertaking our, our restructuring phase, if you like, and, and refinancing and, and selling Strada, we were also holding strategy meetings, looking at the wider market. And in fact, when we went through the whole sector and the whole different companies within the sector, La Iguana came up as the number one target for us, for lots of different reasons. I'll go into it in a second. <coughs> so it straight away came up as number one. This was over nearly two years ago. Um, and and then it literally came on the market not long afterwards. So we were very, very clear that we were always going to acquire Las Iguana as soon as the opportunity arose. And what attracted us to it was, A, it's clearly differentiated in its marketplace. It's leading in its marketplace in terms of customer metrics and in terms of financial metrics. The returns on CapEx are industry high. The results it gets on TripAdvisor... We're a chain restaurant to get over four, rated four by its customers, is quite extraordinary. In terms of its Morar polling and Peach Tracker, etc. It really just does do the business in terms of what you would want from a, a highly scalable restaurant train. So for us, it really fit, it fitted. And it was very, very different to the two other brands that we were choosing to invest and grow in, i.e. Bello Italia and Cafe Rouge. So... From a staple of brands perspective, it, it really it just worked for us. And since we've owned it, we've opened seven new sites across the summer and into the, into the autumn. We're really pleased with it. We've kept the management team in there and we see uh, the opportunity to grow the brand much further. Great. And 
with that, I understand that at the moment you're still keeping head office as being separate where it was. Is that still part of the plan yep. going forward? We, we're very keen to back the team there. We, we like what they do and, and that's what we've done. And in terms of the way that we've set our business up, each of the brands has its own management team. As a standalone entity, each of the business, each of the brands are their own individual business and a limited company in their own right. The leases and supply chain, etc., are all individually set up within those business units, and that's how we've chosen to run this business. We don't, we haven't got a central HR team here. We haven't got a central marketing team or commercial team, and we've very much kept the the business units as standalone. Great. And how about Latasca? That was your latest acquisition. Latasca um, we acquired for different reasons. Firstly, an unbelievably strong property portfolio, but also within it a core, an inner core if you like, of very strong performing Latascas. So we're going through a review process at the moment where we are looking at each individual site deciding what we're going to do with each of those individual sites. In many cases, we'll be converting them into Las Aguanas and Bello Italias and Café Rouges, but in uh, many cases, we're going to continue to operate them as Latascas and invest in them as Latascas. But fundamentally, we acquired it because, A, we could see lots of opportunities to convert into our existing portfolio in great locations, and the opportunity arose that was very much an opportunistic purchase. We didn't at the time know that it was going to come to the market and it proved to be a very compelling deal for us. And on that point, last year, funnily enough, I actually ended up being, being in Baltimore on holiday and saw a Latasca there and under, came to understand that that's a, that, what, that's a managed property rather than franchise. And Is that something you're keeping on or how's that working? Yeah, so there are five Latascas in the Washington state and that's not a part of the business that we wanted to keep hold of. Um, so that, that part of the business is being separated and will be sold Okay, great. to the existing management actually in the US. Oh, that's really good. And what's next in terms of purchasing or acquiring brands? Well, at the moment we're very, very busy uh, investing in the brands that we own. We've just undertaken some 70 major refurbishments in our existing estate over the last 12 months. That's in Bello Italia and in Café Rouge, and we've just started the process of reinvestment actually in La Saguana as well. All three brands are 25 years old or more, and obviously keeping the, the brand fresh and relevant is a key part of maintaining growth and making sure that we're in, you know, fit for market. So that's the first part of the strategy, has been constant reinvestment and capex into the existing uh, business. We've also, through the Latasca acquisition, will be investing heavily into those sites, either converting them, in effect, as new sites to whatever brand they're being they're moving into, plus investing in the, in those core Latascas we're keeping. And then the third part is opening new sites, and we will be opening twenty seven new sites, or we will have opened twenty seven new sites in the last twelve months, which is a substantial investment into new site development, mainly on leisure parks. All in all, that means that we will be employing 5,000 more people over, the, over that period of time. So you can imagine that's a fairly large expansionary programme. So we're very much focused on that and obviously integrating those businesses as well. So that's where, I've, I, I, you know, where we're spending our time over the next 12 months. Absolutely. And very impressive. 
with all of that growth, what can you say personally you've been most proud of over the last two years? Well, I think the the, the, the key thing has been that there's a, a, a few key elements to this. I think what Nick White has done with Bella Italia and refreshing that brand, making it highly relevant again. It's, it's a brand that is incredibly profitable, incredibly popular with customers. But, you know, it's over 25 years old and it's gone through periods of uh, neglect and lack of capex. And I think it's fair to say that when we acquired it uh, or got involved in it, it was in one of those periods, mainly due to lack of investment. It is now absolutely firing on all cylinders. Uh, and Nick and the team in there have done a fantastic job to make it highly relevant for today's market. In terms of where we're opening on new sites, Bella is now one of the brands of choice for landlords in terms of value-led family offer. So I'm, I'm really delighted what the team have done there. That's, you know, not, not many people can achieve that brand uh, uh, turnaround and refresh in such a short, short space of time. I think what James has done in Café Rouge is extraordinary. We, built, we bought a business that was in double-digit decline and had been underloved for many years. And James has brought a whole new lease of life into Café Rouge. It's a brand that's very dear to my heart. I think it's a, uh, the, the team in there absolutely focused in on delivering quality service and quality food to their customer base, and they're really focused on who that customer is. And the results speak for themselves. We've now got a business back in substantial growth, and we are starting to think about acquiring new sites for it. And in terms of La Saguana, I think what Moss and his team achieved there over the last few years, and, those, and, and they have been involved in that business for 10 years, to, to deliver like-for-like like growth for 10 years, to deliver the customer service, innovation and create a brand that people still think today is brand new and still highly relevant is, is a testament to their success. And those three parts of the business really do mean a lot to me and I think you know working with those sorts of people is, is really encouraging. One of the things I was quite surprised to learn a few weeks ago is that you still do have a number of other brands out in travel, mainly in travel hubs. Is that something that you're going to continue working on and building or is that kind of outside the main strategy? No, so I think what you're referring to is our concessions and our franchising part of our business, which Andrew Walker looks after. So within the uh, airports, um, railway stations and indeed in centre parks and some of the leisure parks, we have individually named brands such as Oriel and Huxley's and LaSalle, etc. And that's often because the owner, the landlord, whether it be in Heathrow, etc., wants an individually named brand for a particular location. And it's sometimes because particular locations deem themselves to having, uh, needing to have a one off operation within them. And that's something that we think works really well for us. It's a substantial part of the business and it's growing. And likewise, our franchising arm is something that we're keen to grow as well. Now, at the moment, we only have one site in the ground in Dubai, a Café Rouge, but we are looking at opening a number of other sites in the Middle East and we're about to open a Bella Italia in India. So that leg of the strategy is something we're pursuing, but it does mean that you have to have a flexibility and an ability to operate on a number of platforms to be able to scale and engage with the local markets. And kind of one final question, because I think we're going to have to wrap things up. Is it your aim to be one of the biggest restaurant companies in the UK, if not the biggest? I think uh, um, 
I was told many years ago size doesn't matter. Um, I don't well. It isn't about the size. It isn't about being the biggest. For us, it's about being the best. Um, there are bigger restaurant businesses out there at the moment, uh, and there always will be probably. Um, that isn't absolutely where we're focused. We're focused on uh, having the best staple of brands, the best metrics in terms of financial returns and customer metrics, and that's what we judge ourselves on, and that's what our journey's about. That's great. Thank you so much for your time, and uh, congratulations on everything you've achieved over the last couple of years. Okay, thanks. Thank you. Thank you.